In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the this is the first Sunday of the fifty days, and it is about. the doubting Thomas doubting Thomas actually when the Lord been risen he appeared to the disciples immediately on that Sunday yani last Sunday he been risen early hours on Sunday and they were in the upper room locked themselves in and the Lord appeared to them the Lord when he appeared to them Thomas was not with them they all rejoiced apart from Thomas. Why? Because Thomas was not with them. And that is an important point for us all when we are not with the faithful, when we are not in the church. The church rejoices of the risen Christ and I am left out I'm left out I don't know actually why Thomas was not with them might have been went out for any reason but he left the church he left those who are worshiping together and that is why he was deprived from seeing Christ. You want really to see Christ? You want really your children to see Christ? Bring them to the church. Let them stay in it. And don't leave it. They will see Christ and they will rejoice. When Thomas heard that the Lord appeared to the disciples, he was bitter and said, unless I put my finger in his wounds, I would not believe. And that is why even the Lord himself didn't want to leave him in his doubts. He appeared again for them the Sunday after, which is today. And actually, it is the day of resurrection. 
every Sunday is the day of the resurrection. And the resurrection is not for us to know that he was risen. No, the resurrection is to see him, is to touch him, is to rejoice, is to really be sharing his wounds and his victory together. <coughs> anyway, Thomas was with the disciples. He learned his lesson not to leave them. So he went and stayed with them. Sunday after the Lord appeared to them again and Thomas was with them and then the Lord looked at him <coughs> and said Thomas come put your finger in my wounds and a matter of fact there is no proof that Thomas has put his finger in the wound of Christ the Bible didn't tell us and the pictures where you find Thomas putting his finger in his wound I don't know whether it is true or not. The Bible was not telling us. But I presume that when the Lord talked to him and said to him, come and put your finger in my wound, he actually couldn't. I think he believed at that time and when he believed he screamed and said my Lord and my God the resurrection is joy you remember the disciples before Christ being risen, they locked themselves up in the upper room. They were so frightened and couldn't face the world. But when he was risen, they came out. And when they came out, they went all over the world didn't care they've been hit they've been scourged they've been whipped they were happy rejoicing they've been put in prisons they were happy they didn't care they didn't really mind and this is 
One of the signs of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ in our lives, joy, joy. If you are not joyful, Christ hasn't been risen in your life. You are still around the tomb, sad, depressed, confused. But if Christ is risen in your life, then you will rejoice. Then the joy of resurrection will lift you up make you to be risen with him. When the Lord been risen, he left all our sins away. You know, he judged the sin in the flesh because it was a punishment of sin is death but it is a punishment of the sinners but when he as a righteous who never sinned died he judged the sin in his flesh he abolished sin and the death by Adam death came into the world into all of us and by Christ life came into all of us and that is the reason of our joy we had life not only earthly life but eternal life Resurrection as well is not only joy, but enlightenment. He opened their understanding, kept telling the two disciples of Amos, wasn't it that he should have been risen on the third day? And the two disciples of Amos, when he explained to them from all the scriptures, said, wasn't it our hearts burning inside us when he was explaining it to us? <coughs> this is the revelation. This is the real resurrection that my mind will be opened, my eyes will be opened, and I will see his resurrection inside me, inside my life. Many people did touch the Lord before the resurrection. 
and the aim of their touch to the Lord is to be healed. You know the uh, the woman, yeah, who was bleeding. She went and said, "If I touch his garment, I will be healed." The daughter of uh, Yarus, the Lord went and held her hand and let her to be risen from death. He put his hand on the man being born blind and his eyes were opened. He touched the leper and the lepers being healed. It was a touch of healing. But when the Lord been risen, his touch is different. Touching the Lord after his resurrection is being risen with him. To be risen with him is to be changed, is to be a different person. Can we touch the Lord? Can we really put our hands in his wounds? How? How? How can we have the same experience of Thomas and see the risen Christ? You can touch the Lord in those who are suffering. You can touch the Lord in those who are needy. You can touch the Lord in those who are sick and needs your help. You can touch the Lord when you look for those who have nobody. I remember Dr. Shafi Abdul Malik. He is a great man. He was actually the doctor of His Holiness Pope Kirollus. Dr. Shafi Abdul Malik once was going to attend the liturgy uh, at the Christmas time in the old cathedral where Pope Kirollus was. And while he was getting into the church, he found some people outside, the guards, are preventing a very poor man with torn clothes and it attracted his attention so he went and asked them what is the matter why are you stopping him to go into the church and they said to him Dr. Shafiq can you see today 
it, this liturgy would be videoed and what about if they put him in the video all over the world what people would say about us and then Dr. Shafi said but this man has come to attend the church we can't tell him no and they said Dr. Shafi we can't let him in it is it would be a shame so he said look if you don't let that man in I will take him and not attend the church and they know that he is the doctor of the Pope so they can do that for him and they said but but how come how come how would we do it he said okay I'll tell you I'll take him and we will stand behind a column in the ch in the church and nobody will see us and I promise you we will be away from all the cameras all the videos and nobody will see us and they said if you guarantee that we'll let him to go they went stood the whole liturgy behind the column at the end Dr. Shafi said to him wouldn't you go to have the communion and he said yes yes but you go first so Dr. Shafi went couldn't see him actually inside but after they finished he found him and said to him it's two o'clock in the morning where are you going he said I, I, I will go back to my place it is a far place in upper Egypt hello you can't travel now come and stay with us and tomorrow morning I'll give you a lift to the train station he went with him and saying to him doctor I don't I don't want to trouble you he said no trouble no trouble no problem no problem he went to home it was of course the feast and once he knocked the door and went into his flat his wife met them and looked at the man and said to Dr. Shafi even in the feast day you bring these people with you no way he said don't worry don't worry I'll take him to my surgery his surgery was just opposite to his home to his flat so he took him opened the flat of his surgery and went to his surgery with the man and said to her prepare for us two plates so that we can eat together then he will rest and I will come back home and she did when they put the food there Dr. Shafi said to him can you bless the food for us please and he looked at him and said you are a great man Dr. Shafi 
And where did you know my name from? And how do you know that I am great or not? I'm a very simple man. I'm nothing. He said, no, you have done this and this and this and this and this and this and this. He said, how did you know all of that? My wife doesn't know all of that. Then he said to him, I am the one who knows everything. And he became a light and disappeared. Dr. Shafi went back to his flat and he was crying. And his wife cried bitterly. Why? Because she missed that chance. She missed to touch the Lord in his resurrection. We can touch the Lord and those who we serve. We can touch the Lord and everyone around us. The Lord said, whatever, whatever you do with one of these youngsters, you have done it to me. If you help a sinner to repent, if you help a sick man to be healed, if you help a needy one to be fulfilled, then you are touching the Lord. We can touch the Lord as well in breaking the bread in the Holy Communion. What do we have in the Holy Communion? The body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we unite with him, not only to touch with him. We get the Lord to be inside us and we become inside him. You can touch the Lord in his resurrection and be risen in him as well. When we are one together, Lord, make them one in me, as me, as you are in me and I am in you. Unity with Christ, unity with each other, makes us to touch the Lord. Divisions. would divide the body of Christ. May our Lord Jesus Christ make us all touch him and have that experience 
that revelation, that enlightenment, to scream and say, my Lord and my God, you've been risen and you raised me with you. Glory to God forever. Amen.